introspection, our very first episode in fact. I'm in New York, my name's Colin, and via Skype is my friend Paul. Hi, and I'm in Reading in the UK. Mysterious and dark. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) Together we're going to take a look at film and TV from the past and see if it really was better back then or is it just a case of nostalgia. But before we do that, Paul... Have you any interesting news or retro finds for this week? Um, well, this might come as a surprise to you, but I did buy a Buck Rogers Annual from 1983. A Buck Rogers Annual? I did indeed, yeah. And what, what's it, is it in good condition? No. It's very good condition. It's mint condition. The spine's still all there. It's not been chewed or defaced by some dog. Um <laughs> It's no, it's very good. It's really, it's, yeah, it's it's got some very nice pictures of Wilmer inside, so I was happy with it. Oh, okay, now it all comes clear. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff never comes clear. Trust me. How many of these annuals do you have now? Uh, I would say I'm going on for about about forty. I would say now. That's quite a lot. It is indeed. Yeah. Two more, and, and I'll have got caught up with my actual age. Is that the plan? Well, I, it's, I, t- I intend to surpass it, hopefully. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I just think so. You've got Buck Rogers. Um, what other ones? Star Looking. Trek. Star Trek. Looking, um, which for anyone listening outside of the UK, Looking was a um, how would you describe it? A, a, a TV magazine in the eighties. Yeah. 70s and yeah, 80s. They had, they had comic strips, right? Uh, they had comic strips from whatever was on, was, was on TV at the time. Interviews, facts, fact pages. Do you remember the fact pages that were at the back? I do. So, yeah. So, what about you? Any any interesting finds? I picked up uh, the paperback for Callan. Um, ah, no. Expl- explain for anyone who doesn't know what Callan is. Callum was a spy series from the late 60s, early 70s, created by James Mitchell and starred Edward Woodward as David Callan, a very reluctant spy. Reluctant because um, he hated to kill, but yet that was the only thing he was actually really good at. The book is based on the pilot episode called A Magnum for Schneider, um, which also was turned into the movie. Oh, right. I remember that movie. The movie's very much um, kind of reminded me of Skyfall quite a bit. You know, the um, the elements of, of the... That, what? what? That's really going to dismay people when they watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the chase? <laughs> Where's the misogyny? Where, where, oh, I think there's plenty of misogyny, isn't there? I think you're saying it very badly. <laughs> It's just like Skyfall. Exactly it's like Skyfall it. It's Skyfall without the ears. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> it took me a while to figure out. I was like, ears? <laughs> okay. I, I, I just meant in terms of the element of, of, you know, a spy coming back to to having to prove that he's still relevant and relearn his trade kind of thing, which is what Skyfall was, essentially. A, a, a lot of those scenes in Skyfall with, with um, Bond having to prove himself again. Very reminiscent of that Callan movie, I thought. Interesting. I, I never even thought about it, but, yeah, okay. Maybe I need to rewatch the film. Or just read the book. Yeah, just read the book. You just bought it. You might as well read it. 
was this in good condition? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's, it doesn't look like it's been red. It's yellowing around the sides because of its age, but mm. it's not the sp- spine is not cracked or bent back or anything. So I'm pretty pleased with it. And it was, you know, three dollars. So not going to complain. Yeah. I suppose the state of the current UK at um, pound that's probably even less over here now, isn't it? Two pence. Two, two pence. pence, I believe. Yeah. Yes, that's what I two, believe. Two whole British pence. That's correct. Or a cabbage. <laughs> Whatever you're trading in these days, I don't know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cabbage slightly more costly, I'm afraid. Okay. <laughs> well, I felt like splurging. Ah. Should we go into our first TV show that we're going to talk about? If you must. Oh, I must. So the show we are going to talk about is Knight Rider, an American series that began in 1982 and ran for four seasons. It starred David Hasselhoff mm-hmm. as Michael Knight, Edward Mulher as Devin Miles, and Patricia McPherson as Bonnie Barstow. Although she steps out at some point, doesn't she? Yeah, she's not in the second season, and then comes back in the third. That threw me. I did. Oh, okay. Well, we'll talk about that when we get to that episode. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna look at the pilot and then one episode from each season. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Except for the second season, it's two episodes because it's a two-parter. Ooh, and that was a that was a doozy. That one. That, that was, <laughs> that, I'm, it was the best one. I'm, oh, spoken too soon. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just your opinion. Yeah. So. <laughs> Okay, the pilot. Well, let's first talk about generally what the show is about. As I mentioned, David Hasselhoff plays Michael Knight. Now, Knight is essentially a crime fighter that drives an advanced self-aware and artificially intelligent car named Kit, but from the outside looks like a black trans am. Each week, Michael would either become involved in a stranger's problem or be given an assignment by the Knight Industries, who are the people that finance the creation of the car. Very, um familiar setting a lot of 80s shows did that 18 has a similar premise you know in that it's somebody coming in doing something solving a problem and then leaving at the end i mean most 80s shows were very like that and it was produced by glenn a larson yes who also made a lot of shows like battlestar galactica buck rogers the fall guy magnum pi and what 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 was the name that people used to call oh, glenn larson because he used to take other people's uh, ideas, or especially film ideas, and then turn them into TV shows. I'm sure he was sued on multiple occasions. Quite possibly. Getting back to our Knight Rider pilot. Uh, it starts off... It doesn't actually start off with Michael Knight. It starts off with Michael Long. Michael Arthur Long. Um, Arthur. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. <laughs> he's, uh, so he's a police detective, and he's ambushed during a stakeout, left for dead. Um, but he survives, and when he awakes, he finally has a new name and a new face. And Wilton Knight, a dying billionaire, has chosen Michael as the Knight Industries crime fighter, a man who can make a difference. He can. So did you see a two-parter or a feature-length episode? I saw the two-parter. So did you guys have narration at the beginning? Um, no. Oh, okay. No, uh, not that I remember. Because... Uh, because throughout the whole season, they have a voiceover at the beginning, and I noticed that. The- oh, you mean? Oh, you mean the stupid um, Michael Knight is a lone man who can make a difference yeah, voiceover? Yeah. The- yes, it did have that. Okay, because the feature length oh. doesn't. And ah, right. Okay. But I have problems with that intro. I hate it. I really do. 
it, it kind of always reminds me of the Quantum Leap intro. And there's, I think, uh, Street Talk had one, and Auto Man had one. Mm-hmm. Trying to set up premise. The, the unfortunate thing about the Knight Rider one is it makes no sense. Explain. Okay, so I'm going to read it to you, and I'm going to have to read it rather than know it off by hand. Knight Rider, a shadowy flight into the dangerous world. All right, what's a shadowy flight? <laughs> what, what does that even mean? Well, all, all I mean, he's dressed in black. The car's black. So that makes it shadowy. Okay. I guess. All right. As of a shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist. Yes, he does. I'm, I'm not playing devil's advocate. Go ahead. I suppose what they're saying is because he was shot in the face and his face was... Uh, so Michael Knight is essentially a creation, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, and he has no identification going exactly. back before that time. So essentially, in terms of, of any kind of information about the guy, he doesn't exist. Oh, yeah. All right. I, I guess I'll let one that slide then. All right, it's good that you... This is making the show better for me because you're proving me wrong. I'm really not I'm trying to do this, that. I'm looking at this going, that's silly, and you're, you're defending I'm going, oh, it's clever. It's deeper than I thought it was. Oh, that will change. So then he says, Michael Knight, a, lo- a young loner. Yeah, he's lone except for his supercar with artificial intelligence, the backing of the financial wealth of Knight Industries, a very sophisticated <laughs> engineer. Yeah, he's very alone. You, f- you forgot about the alcoholic granddad as well. The alcoholic, which alcoholic granddad? Who was that? Devon. Oh, Devon. You, you, oh, that's how you're referring him to it? Yeah. <laughs> he's clearly the alcoholic granddad in this story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And then the rest of it is uh, on a crusade to champion the cause of the innocent, helpless, the powerless in a world of criminals who operate above the law. But they also changed it and said some of them times they say michael knight a lone crusader in a dangerous world the world of the knight rider which again makes no sense <laughs> i suppose it sounds good I, that's that's it it's just words mm. and, and it, in a show that that is so deep and meaningful you know i think <laughs> i think it's terrible that, that they would throw away such a you know, such a such a, a all surface and no and no substance opening really like that. It's 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 depressing really. Okay. I'm, being, I'm, <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> like, no, 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 depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I was depressed. You know, the feeling this is not good. <laughs> so, beginning of the pilot, Michael Wong is on, uh, I guess, a stakeout, and then he gets shot. He gets taken by Wilton Knight, the billionaire, to his house. Not a hospital, mm-hmm. his house. It's the worst what, equipped surgery I've ever seen. It's just a living room with a bed. I mean, they just thrown him on a futon and then set up some kind of liquids and things around him and that's it. Isn't there one of those flashy um, 80s computers in the corner? You know, the ones that look like cabinets with blinking really? lights all over them. There's one of those in the corner. Still doesn't make it a hospital. That was high-tech in the 80s. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no real time scale. I, somebody mentioned six days, so he's under for six days at one point. It's incredible work. It's amazing. When those, those bandages come off him and he looks, you know, David Hasselhoff, no scarring, everything's perfect. And then Devon says, oh, you look like a... It points out that he looks like Wilton Knight when he's younger. 
which mm. is actually contradicted later on in the series. Is it really? Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, we, oh yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> we will get to that. Yeah, also I want to point out, when they rescue Michael after he's been shot, Wilton says, oh, we're too late, which suggests they knew he was going to be shot. So you're suggesting a conspiracy? It's, yeah, they, they waited till he got shot, then they took him. They didn't warn him, help him. So basically, you believe that they were waiting for some cop to get shot in the face somewhere. They're just flying around, listening to the radio, <laughs> <laughs> going, oh, he's oh, been so shot, that... we're in the leg, he won't do. Let's find somebody else. It needs to be in the face. Well, oh, they must have unlimited... And he needs to have a metal plate because so it bounces off. So it's not too bad, you know. It's very strict. <laughs> it's a plan. <laughs> it is a plan. So we run out of fuel. Well, let's hope someone gets shot soon. I mean, fuel's no option, though. They've obviously got unlimited funds. I mean, they can afford the guy that rebuilt um, the $6 million man as, a, as the doctor. So That's true. He makes an appearance. That's his only appearance in the series, I think, right? Now is he is he is he, is he the same playing the same guy or because it's never really said he kind oh, of plays him is, exactly oh, the same. Are you saying this is in the same universe as Six Million Dollar Man? Could well be. See, shared universes before all that. Amazing. What's the thing? New Marvel or ripping somebody off? I just never realised it was Knight Rider. <laughs> I think they're ripping a few people off actually. <laughs> 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 so the the one thing after that is I found that. David Hasselhoff's acting in the pilot is better than subsequent episodes. Well, I mean, it's his it's his big gig, isn't it? I mean, he's trying yeah, but his most hardest. Like Jonathan Frakes in TNG, he gets better as time goes on. You know, you, you get into your role, your role becomes a part of you, and you get more relaxed. But he gets worse. I'm not suggesting for one second that any kind of outside influences could have been a factor. But <laughs> what do you mean? I don't get it. But with success comes other distractions. Great possibly. responsibilities. <laughs> responsibilities, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's one way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was responsible for a lot of things in the eighties. Right. So eventually, you know, they reveal the plan to Michael. He gets better. He's given the car. Wilton dies. I'm really moving through this at quite a speed. Please do. Um, but then he. He wants to solve his original case mm -hmm. and ends up in a race. Yeah, that's a bizarre one, isn't it? A race, a race with a lot of 80s TV bit part actors, from what I, I could tell. Yeah, it's almost like it's a different episode, just stuck on. Yeah, yeah. We, we, need, we need to backtrack, though, because he, he, bef before he ends up in the race... He um, meets the first of many single moms that he romances. That's it. And that also is... <laughs> that's another thing. He's not a young loner. He's bedding women left, right and centre every week. He's, he's bedding them, he's solving crimes, and then he's getting out of there. That's what he's doing. <laughs> that, that, that should have been in the original narration at the beginning. <laughs> Michael Knight spreading STD everywhere. <laughs> Oh, I'm pretty pretty sure he did that in the eighties as well. <laughs> Good job, it's not a British show then. 
Yeah, he's been down the clinic a few times, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also forgot to mention um, Bonnie, Patricia McPherson's character. I really like her oh. character. Well, um, as a story point, no, but how many in the eighties? How many strong females that were engineers, like and techie, did you have? And if you reel off a list now, I'll be very annoyed. No, but isn't her role exactly? In fact, it's less important. <laughs> Is that the Grim Reaper? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that was round one. <laughs> Time, gentlemen, please. That was death water. coming to claim this show. <laughs> That's what it was. Um, no, um, I could well, argue that that her role is actually less of a role than the role of um, the female character in the A Team, because uh, at well, least I, at least she actually got involved in some of the capers. Hmm, I'd have to rewatch the A Team, I guess, because I don't even remember her in the A Team. I just remember a face. I don't actually remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's your defence. <laughs> no, I, I just, I just kind of get. I just, I have a feeling that that she got involved more in terms of of you know wearing disguises and doing things rather than just. Oh, I mean, all Bonnie does essentially is sit in that truck in the back of that right. truck, and and, and, and add kit with weapon of the week. Exactly what and and funnily enough, the weapon that is needed for that particular episode well that that's like in a james bond film where you work backwards you you have the incident and then you think well what will solve this so you create a weapon and then you go back to the beginning and then invent it at the beginning so it fits into the end that's i don't have a problem with that it gets tiring if it's the same if they do that every week i think they stop that you know at some well, guess, point yeah then. yeah you've seen more of this in all um, so. i also like the fact that there's no romantic interest between the two like he tries to float with her and she's like no no I'm about the car you're just a lump of meat that drives the car I kind of like that he's got it going on with all the single women and, and, and single moms I guess he has no time the... that's what, you, what she's yeah. saying yeah yeah exactly but one thing about the race that I like is it gives you a chance to see everything the car can do I think that's why they have it because the car can go on two wheels it can turbo boost it can jump even though you can see the ramps that it's flying off of. It kicks out smoke uh, and those kind of things. But it also shows a problem that the show has throughout the entire run. They don't seem to know when Michael can push buttons and when Kit can do something. Well, that, that's kind of my problem with the whole thing, is the fact that they've built this car that's sentient and it can operate by itself. Right. Why does it need a driver? Well, he needs to... Why does, it even, why does it even need Michael? Well, he needs to solve the problems and go into buildings, talk to people and punch people. Car can't do that. But, but why, would you, why would you fit it with a, with a manual override? No, I, I have no idea. But it's also like he'll go, he'll say, kick, turbo boost, and then he'll push some buttons. And you'll be like, exactly. why, why, are you pushing, that, yeah. why are you pushing buttons? Can't Kit do it? If Kit can't do it, why are you telling him to do it? <laughs> One of you needs to sort this but, relationship out. I suppose that you've got to give the Hoff something to do, you know. Yeah. He'll, you might as well give him something physical to do because his acting isn't going to... That's not going to sell it, is it, really? Right. Really like, oh, Devin's calling. Boop, 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 boop. Well, just get Kit put it through. 
Well, well Kit, Kit's powers are very sort of sketchily defined anyway, aren't they? Yeah, in the, in the pilot, they showed that he has to turn Kit on by, to activate him. They never do that ever it's, again. Maybe he only ever had to turn him on once. <laughs> just once, and then that's... He never needs rebooted. It's not Windows 10, just never needs rebooted. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Good to go. Well, that, that, it's funny you should say that. That's the other thing. This is in the pre-internet age, correct? Yeah. How is he accessing all this information? Like, for example, they say, can you get into the records of, of whatever place we need to break into? Yeah, I can get into those. How are you doing this? <laughs> yeah, How, there's no Wi-Fi. There's no internet. How are you connecting to some other computer that isn't connected to you at all? Surely in the 80s you would have had to be physically connected by a cable of some kind. How is he doing this? <laughs> Tell me where the bad guy is. Hold on, I'm just dialing in. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, give me half an hour. Modem's a bit slow. We'll get there. Oh, he's flipping through the A to Z. Hold on, Michael. I'm just flipping through now. Where are we again? Oh, we're traveling <laughs> 200 miles an hour. I can't keep up. Maybe maybe that was the thing. Maybe maybe they said, yes, this, this great Knight Foundation said that they created this AI computer within this car. And really all it was was this little guy sitting in the, in the front. William Daniels, in, who does under, the voice. Under under the bonnet and 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 michael was never in on it <laughs> was never told him. <laughs> it's just a guy with loads of books lo- loads of yellow pages and things and <laughs> maps <laughs> i'm sorry michael i can't do that at the moment why not um no, I don't have that book. I, my, 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 my system is is needs recalibrating you mean you you, <laughs> you mean you haven't had the latest update of the book no 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 <laughs> Yeah, it's just something that always bothers me. The show is they clearly they didn't know. Oh, and sometimes they would they would purposely try to remind you that the car could drive himself by having David Hasselhoff sit with his hands pressed together as if he's praying <laughs> or thinking, so that you could see his hands in shot, so that they weren't on the steering wheel. Wow! Yeah, they keep doing you, that. You you really paid attention through this, didn't you? I, this is what you were supposed to be doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't the brief I signed up for. <laughs> I did notice that sometimes in, in shots where the car is supposedly driving itself, yeah. you can still see the stuntman turning the wheel. Yeah. And the wheel is also a real wheel, an actual round wheel. Oh, in the long shots? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't notice that. And I was and I, obviously I was looking intently and I didn't see that. That's interesting. You were indeed, yeah. Interesting. But I mean how that wheel incidentally, that wheel is completely impractical for a car. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's fine in a plane. Mm. But yeah. But it looks good. Yeah, oh, yeah. So that's that's it's very eighties. Yeah. It looks good. We're talking of good. H D does this show no favours whatsoever. Oh absolutely. Because <laughs> the dashboard is dirty. Dusty. There's bits falling off the back of the car. It looks so shoddily put together. Very, very cheap looking. You can see the lights bleeding oh, through the the actual plastic right. um, exteriors that they've just stuck over a light. Yeah, and when when Edward Mulher hits the bonnet of the car with the rubber hammer to show how tough it is, it actually dents the car. 
<laughs> yeah, I noticed that. Well. <laughs> He's like, oh, wow, how did you do that? He didn't. He just ruined your car. There's a big dent in it. Yeah. But overall, for the pilot, I think it's very cinematic in the way it looks. Even with all the mistakes, I think it's, it's very nicely put together. And it's entertaining. I can't argue about that. I enjoy it. True. I, I actually I did enjoy the pilot. It's entertaining. Um, it's completely silly, but oh, yeah. um, I, I, I don't think it was ever intended not to be. No, you know. No. Um, yeah, I, I I have to say that I did enjoy the pilot. I enjoyed it very much. Oh, that's good. Do you have anything else you want to talk about the pilot, or should we just move on to the episode nine of the first season? Uh, other than the fact that the one thing that struck me is. Um, they do like country music in 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 the pilot, don't they? They do indeed, and that doesn't change. There's a lot of country music later on in the show as well. Yeah, they do, and there's a lot of yeah. shots of the car driving up and down roads. Some of the episodes are very padded. <laughs> I, I noticed that that sometimes he's supposed to be driving in a particular place, and they'll just use a standard stock footage shot of the car, and he's so he's he's supposed to be in a town driving somewhere, and then it'll cut to a shot where he's driving in the middle of a desert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then cut to him inside, <laughs> and he's surrounded by trees. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, 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 I, I enjoyed the pilot. Yeah, it was it was good. Uh, it was um, it was better than where we finally end up, put it that way. Yeah, yeah, it's a long, dusty road. Till we get there. It is indeed. All right, so let me... So, so continue. All right, so we'll move on to the next episode, which is actually episode nine of the first season, and it's called Trust Doesn't Rust. It's called Trust Don't Rust, actually. Is it? I have it written down as mm. doesn't. Don't. You know, I'm going to have to look... Trust me, I, I check. I'm going to have to look that up, because I have... A, I have... Oh, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it doesn't, because I like I like the fact Whatever. that it was grammatically I, I, accurate. Well, uh, yeah. if you're going to hang on to something, <laughs> it might it. as well be that. <laughs> All right. Should we go into this one now? Absolutely, right, go so for it. In this episode, Michael and Kit have to stop Car. Car is a prototype of Kit, except Car is programmed to protect itself no matter who gets in its way. So this is the first time we see Car, Night. I can't remember what it stands for. Night Automated. It stands for Night Automated Roving Robot. Nice. Now, I wish you came first, the name car or that acronym. You know, did you imagine they just sat around going, come on, we need to come up with something. I think they came up with the word car and then thought, shit, we need to think of something that fits it. All right. Can you imagine the variations that they, they must went have, Well, they must have started off with C-A-R-R first. I'll just C-A-R and try to figure that out. And then went, no, it's got to be a K, because everything's a K, Night Industries kit, you know. So then... But I think, I think the whole, I think the Night Automated Roving Robot sounds a little bit rubbish. I think we should throw it open. If anyone listening out there wants to, <laughs> to come up with a better, you know, uh, explanation of the acronym, then please send it in to us. I think that would be right, good. Yeah, okay. The thing I know was funny about this show, this episode in particular, is that Devin believes Car was destroyed. De- right. Devin never wondered why Knight was paying for this warehouse to kept guarded. Well, the thing is, I mean, this whole organization is very, very sketchily put together. Yeah. Also, the I position mean, in law enforcement, the- like how does it, they have the right to do what they do, and 
I don't think they do. I, I think it's all. I think they just wing it, and they and they may tell people that they do, but <laughs> they just pay people off. I think so. Yeah, I think they just make it up as they go along, pretty much like the people that write these episodes <laughs> do. Really, it's just it's just weird that he's just like, oh, I I thought it was destroyed, but you thought it's not a photocopier. It's like a lethal weapon. <laughs> a lethal weapon, which is very very dangerous, and kept in a warehouse with one guard. And a padlock. Yeah, yeah, in a place that's supposed to be a museum at some point, because the sign says future site of um, night technology museum. Did, did no one realise that they hadn't turned it off? No, you, you think you think he'd be looking... There's, there's Devin, he's looking for the electricity bill, he's going, wow, this is really high for this abandoned warehouse. <laughs> well, hmm, that's odd. It, again, going back to the pilot, it's that one turn on rule. Once you turn it on, if you don't turn it off, it That's stays it. on. They, they, need, they really forgot. need to invent they, they an forgot. off button. They do, they do, yeah. yeah. Or, or, or possibly even if they made a prototype that, that was a killer and they knew it had gone bad, destroy the thing. Well, they thought it was destroyed, but Wilton, being a dying billionaire, just decided to keep it for shits and giggles. Uh, again, very sketchy. <laughs> and then the place gets broken into by two comedic villains. Oh, they're, they're hilarious. <laughs> they just bungle their way into the building, steal the car. Tony and Rev. Now, he's, is Rev called Rev? Because later on in the episode, he starts spouting religious further at the other guy. I thought it was because he's always going in reverse. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. We just lost... If we know. had any listeners at this point, we've just <laughs> lost them. <laughs> they use car to do a load of robberies. They do indeed. Which is a montage of just older episodes of Knight Rider. Yeah, I noticed that as well. That, that's, kind of, that's a thing that happens quite a lot, though, in this series. Oh, yeah, they, they love reusing footage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, especially the one of uh, Kit driving into the truck. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think I saw that in every episode, actually. The, oh the... Uh, yeah, it's just the same shot all the time. But this one is obvious because they use one from an episode called Slamming Sammy's Stunt Show, and the car's got a Kit, I should say, has got stars all over it. Really, I yeah, didn't notice that. So in the montage of car doing all these robberies. There's one where it's obviously Kit with the stairs on it from that episode driving into play class, but they speed it up so you have to, like, really watch it. Uh, the yeah. 80s, it was a different time. It was a time when people making TV programmes really didn't care about the people watching it, did they? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, we'll, we can use it. It doesn't. They won't care. They won't uh, care. It's just, no, don't worry about continuity. What's that? <laughs> Also, so what, how what, did they what, get Kerr into the warehouse in the first place? If Kerr is, is designed, and this is its point, it's designed to keep itself alive, it'll do anything to stay alive. How did they get it into the warehouse and turn it off? They must have lured it in somehow. <laughs> they must have lured it in. <laughs> There's a sexy Kerr in that warehouse. Yeah. So <laughs> sleek, you'll love it. Just, just come on. Oh, no, no, we're not turning you off. Just come on, keep going. Keep going. Jump it! <laughs> We're not turning you off. We're going to turn you on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, now I'm feeling queasy. By the way, how, how do you feel about Carr's voice? 
I think it's very manly. It was good. It's actually the guy that plays um, Optimus Prime in the Transformers TV series, the cartoon, and now the movies. Oh, it's a good choice. I think, do you not think that there was kind of an in-joke there? I mean, Transformers must have been going at this point, I would have thought. Right, this is 82? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Or maybe he got the Transformers gig because of playing car. Oh, maybe, yeah. You know? Yeah, you should have researched this beforehand. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're the anchor, I don't do the research. Talking about, I beg your pardon. What did you call me? The anchor. Oh, okay. You're you're the rock upon which I stand. Oh, well, help us all. Yep. So they come up with a plan to disable car by driving really close to it head on and firing a laser at a certain part of car that can disable. It doesn't go well. No, but I just want to point out: Have you ever noticed when the kit drives into that truck, there is no way. You can get out of that car in that truck at that beginning bit when it drives in. The space between the sides of the car is too narrow to open the door. So where does the other part of the truck come from? Yeah, it's totally... It's wider than what the actual truck is. Because when he Trans- drives up that Transformers, ramp... And, Transformers, Transformers. Oh, oh, there we go. That's the connection. Okay. Well, that, oh. that solved my problem. I'm happy now. See? That's what I'm here for. <laughs> So, yeah, so they have to stop a car, and um, this involves driving against each other. Car goes on two wheels with a stuntman clearly driving it now, although it's supposed to be nobody in it. Yeah, he's going for it, that stuntman, as well, isn't he? Yeah, it's a good stunt because he's on the side that's in the air. It's pretty good. Mm. Mm. Um, and then they have a little chase, and <laughs> this bit I really enjoy. Car, obviously decides that he wants to survive, drives off a cliff. And yeah, the ch- car chicken. that goes off that cliff is clearly not a Trans Am. Well, I mean, they, they were prime models. They're not going to destroy those, are they? It's not even black. <laughs> Was it really? It's, I didn't It's I didn't a notice. white, grey, like, old car that's boxy. It's not even sleek that goes off the cliff, and then there's a rope coming out the back of it for some reason. Do you think that possibly it wasn't even a stunt that they filmed themselves? It was possibly yeah, more of Glenn A. Larson's vast array of stock footage that he's got piled up somewhere? Absolutely. I won't be surprised if it turns up in another show that we watch at some point. Probably indeed. We'll have to watch for this. Yeah, keep, keep an eye for it. I'm, I'm pretty sure it crops up in another episode of Knight Rider too. Mm-hmm. Same shot. And then we get the comedy ending, don't we? Which seems to be a a thing that they most eighty shows had at the time. Where he says he's going to take him out. That's the and one. We go for a car wash and a nice drive. And mm-hmm. he's like, "No, my batteries are running out." Freeze frame. Ha ha ha. I no no it because it, it, he says it's good being one of a kind again, and then it settles on the on Kit, and Kit's going, "Yeah, one of a kind." That's oh, a kind yeah, of sad ending. Right. See, it's a meaningful, deep ending. You're wrong. You're wrong. I, I bow to your greater knowledge. Have you anything you, you else were to say? Pa- you were obviously paying attention. Oh, I was just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did you enjoy this episode? I did, and I'll tell you something funny about this episode. This is the only episode of Knight Rider that I actually remember from my childhood. Mm. 
Okay. And I think it was because it was the only episode of Night Rider that I actually recorded and watched more than once. I think yeah, it was. I think I did indeed. Yeah. Flashy. I know. I think it was. I think it was Christmas that year, and it was a couple of weeks before Christmas, and we recorded it. And I think I watched it pretty much every day for a week leading up to Christmas. This particular episode. So I, I wow. yeah. Do you think wow. I'd remember it better? But I don't. Worst <laughs> Christmas do... ever. I think I got an Amstrad four six four that Christmas. Worst Christmas ever. <laughs> <laughs> Had a tape deck nice. fixed onto it. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I, I quite I like this episode. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. I, I actually enjoyed this one um, slightly more than the pilot. I would say. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now we move on to first two episodes of season two called Goliath, two parter, in which Michael and Kit meet Wilton Knight's son Garth, who is intent on killing Michael with the aid of an eighteen wheeler truck armored with the same material as Kit. There's a twist. Do we, yeah, we don't reveal twists. No spoilers. <laughs> the first thing is this contradicts the pilot about how Michael got his face. That's right, because it, he's supposed to have the face of um, the old guy, isn't he, when he was young? Yeah, uh, he has Garth's face. Don't they kind of imply, though, that maybe, you know, he's, it, it, it's not a stretch to say that his son possibly looks like his dad? That's perfectly fine, but in the pilot, don't never mention another son. He doesn't go, oh, yeah, he looks like your other son. He says, he looks like you when you're younger. You know? So clearly there's no thought that this is just made up for this episode. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, in, in terms of trying to justify it, you could say that he's the black sheep of the family, so why should they mention him? You could. I mean, he's a guy who apparently has three consecutive life sentences. I know, in, a, in an African prison. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Not not one life sentence, not two, but three. He's a bad dresser, that's what he is. He's even worse yeah. than Michael. That's, that's, and we that's should it. point out that it's David Hasselhoff playing Garth. See, that was the twist. You've spoiled it for everyone now. Oh, I think it's it's that it opens up in the beginning, so it's not like a later plot. Albert, twist. No, but they, they they film him in silhouette to begin with. You you know, it's a big well, shock when you find out it's the same guy. David Hasselhoff plays Gaff as evil by spotting a goatee, a cane, and then this kind of squint as if he's constipated throughout the entire episode. <laughs> it may just be that his trousers are very tight. Maybe, maybe, or ever he's just you know dying for another drink at this point. What, what are you saying? Nope, nothing, nothing. <laughs> is, it, is it me as well, but Garth's clothes do seem to be kind of stuck in the 70s, don't they? I mean, he's, he's wearing... Yeah, he's, he's like he's a pimp. Yeah, he's wearing the big open shirts yes. with the huge collars and the tight waistcoats and, and the flared trousers that are really tight all the way down and then they flare out at the bottom. Maybe that was Hasselhoff's personal wardrobe. Oh, you, 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 nah, he's kind of playing himself. That's the real Hasselhoff. The real Hasselhoff is a goatee, squinty. Well, he's clearly, he's clearly enjoying himself doing this. I oh, thought. yeah, it's, it's fantastic. You get to play these two guys. It's a great role. The, the, the split screen leaves something to be desired at times, though. I think they only do it a couple of times, but 
the, the eye lines are a bit are a bit a bit skewed. I think <laughs> totally. And when you when you see him from the back, it's it, you know it's just a stump of a wig. Well, it's it looks like it, when when they if they do it again when it, when in the shots of the person driving the car when it's clearly not David Hasselhoff, it just looks like they got a really big bushy wig they've put on top of him to make him look like he's got the curly hair of. Maybe they maybe that's where the name comes from. Maybe they called it the Hoff. So, which Hoff. one of you guys are going to wear the Hoff today? Oh, it's it's my turn today. Put the Hoff on. You know, get in the car, do the stunt, take the Hoff off. Hand it to the next guy. It's three times bigger than the real half. Well, you've got to make sure that you can see that it's him, (laughs) you know, so. Right. And I love that we see Garth, like, doing research into Michael Knight by watching old episodes of Knight Rider. (laughs) (laughs) He's bought the box set. Yeah, where did he get this footage from? (laughs) And he just sits there glaring at it. There's no, there's no dialogue. He's just sat there glaring, going, "Oh, this first season." <laughs> maybe he's got, maybe he's got Amazon Prime. Before is it? Maybe he's just streaming it. <laughs> Paying seventy nine ninety nine for this. He's going, look at the reused shots in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> and so for a two parter, there is a serious amount of padding in this. Oh yeah, yeah. It 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 could have been just a, a single episode, easily. There's too, so many shots of them just driving around, learning the card game, just just meaningless stuff. In it. What about his mum? About- well, yeah, she kind of date rapes Devon, doesn't she? At one point. Yep, she does. He invites him over for a meal, and basically, she wants. Um, there's three people who have all got part of a formula for Kit's molecular structure. That's right. Um, two are dead, and Devin is the third one, so she drugs Devin, doesn't kill him, kills the other two fine, but not Devin, and then gets the formula from him so that they can build this truck to make it um, to do whatever they want to do with it. I tell you what, it must have been some powerful stuff that she put in his drink because he can clearly drink. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's you know, he, he he's no slouch. He's 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 not he's not new to the game, you know. So it must have been some <laughs> serious serious stuff that she put in that drink. Don't they tell they tell you what it is? It's some uh, rare frog, or <laughs> some nonsense like that. Don't they tell you? At it's, one point? it's a frog. <laughs> it's a frog. He's like, I want to notice that in my drink. Should have put the whole frog in. Trust me, he wouldn't have noticed. No, he just gulped it down. He, he, oh, he's all, yeah, put a drink in front of that guy, he's gone, I'll tell you. So, remember that time in Mexico? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think that she maybe, you know, took advantage of him while he was out cold? I think that's probably what he tells his friends down at the bar. Yeah, well, I think we both know which kind of bar he hangs out in. The upper class ones. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. That was a good save. Thank you. <laughs> And I also, I like the uh, tape deck in Kit that really dates it. That has the word tape deck written across it. Well, everything in Kit seems to have lettering on it, doesn't it? You know, it says missiles, computer, um, tape deck. <laughs> everything's everything labelled. Pursuit normal. mode, yeah. Is it normal or norm? I think he's got a cruise control as well, hasn't he? Cruise control, ooh. 
<laughs> I think the Hoff probably made good use of the cruise control in the later season. I think he was on cruise control from season two onwards. <laughs> Definitely. So the first meeting with Garth in this truck does not go well. Not indeed, no. Kit's actually almost destroyed for the first time that we've seen. And then they... I, I don't quite understand this bit. He pulls out a manual, and suddenly Michael Knight knows everything about computers and cybernetics and artificial intelligence, because he pulls his manual open, and it's like, welcome, you've bought Nineteen Industries <laughs> 2000. And then he's, like, piecing it back together, and he gets it upright, and then he somehow rigs up the turbo boost, and the car goes shooting off. He can't control it. It's just going around in circles. And we get a nice comedy moment. How does he get out of that desert? You don't know how long he was going around in a circle, though. He could have been days in there. I mean, Devin's not going to know. I mean, he's drunk, so, uh, you know, it could be any time, really. (laughs) And why is there a, a, a random guy pushing... He's got he's got a donkey and he's going through the desert. Is this yeah. Mad Max? All of a sudden, yeah, they just keep driving round him. What's going on there? Yeah. Why I, I never understood. I couldn't understand why he needed to. He needed to get the turbo to work to to make Kit flip back over. Why didn't he just push it over? Yeah. Why didn't he just push him? Yeah, I don't know, because if you look at David Hasselhoff, he's a, big guy. He's a tall yeah. guy. He's got, he's got heft. Yeah, the car, yeah, you could just push that yeah. car over easily. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I, I thought that as well when I was watching it. Like, why don't you just push it? Why did he get such a tall guy to drive such a small sports car as well? Because he looks painful getting in and out of it all he the does, time. He does, yeah. His knees are kind of like up in his face. Yeah, and he throws himself into it. You'd be like Kit going, whoa, fat <laughs> guy, slow down, though. Just ease into the seat. I think when we get to the final season, he's throwing himself out of there. Yeah. And this episode is the first time we don't have April. She's replaced by Bonnie. No, you got that the wrong way around. Yep. Have I? Bonnie's the first season girl. April's okay, the, so. the, the new person. You know I'm going to have to look it up. Be my guest. Be my guest. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm right on this one, so I'm going to stand my ground. Yeah. Really? We're, we're, we're very unprofessional. Um, let's see. We're very unprofessional. We, we didn't even like, watch this shit. Some, Who are we? <laughs> Who are we kidding? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's April. It's April. Yeah, yeah you're right. When, yeah. Because when, so when the credits started for this episode, and it suddenly wasn't Bonnie in the credits, it was April. And I was like, who's this? <laughs> Who's this? Right. And they don't explain anything. They don't say they don't. anything about they it. They don't. Is that right? On. Yeah, they, they don't. And then when when she comes back in season three, they don't mention it. Oh, no, wait. I I think maybe there's an episode where he goes together. Ah, right. Okay. I, we haven't seen that one, though, yeah. Against her will, I would assume. <laughs> no. Well... <laughs> no, don't they... let me go back. Please. <laughs> they didn't want her to leave the show and fans at the time started writing in saying bring her back and bring her back and David Hasselhoff and Edward Mulher both wanted her back so she came back for the rest of the show which must make this girl for the second season feel pretty terrible well I mean she was pretty terrible really wasn't she it's a very forgettable character 
I mean, well, I mean, I can't speak for the rest of the season because I've only watched the episodes that we that we agreed to watch. Right. But but she does nothing in these no. two episodes at all. No, she doesn't. It, it, there's no, although although when we get to the the episode from the last season, there is a new character which. which uh, <laughs> let's not talk about it now. Give me some time to build up to it. <laughs> let's, just, let's just get there eventually. We don't yes, have to rush. We'll look forward to that one. Yeah. Uh, at one point, they kidnap Garth. Somehow. Kit locks the steering of Garth's car. Mm. I have no idea how that works. I was going to say, this seems to be a, a, a new power that Kit's acquired. To be able to steering lock, which is a mechanical thing, not an electronic thing, of another car. Again, it goes back to my my initial thing of, how is Kit doing all this stuff? He's not connected to anything. There's no World Wide Web. There's no... There's no cable. It's just there's there's nothing connecting him to anything else. But yeah, he seems to magically <laughs> be able to. <laughs> no cables. Yeah, that would hamper him driving somewhat if there's cables coming up. Don't go too far. The plug will come out. <laughs> <laughs> At least that would make sense. I guess <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't make sense. Trust me. No. I suppose uh, that the, the thing is. I suppose people didn't question it back then, though. I mean, I, well, said, I never did as a kid. No, I didn't I mean, as a kid. No, you're just like, well, this is cool. Do you think that's yeah. some of the problem? Well, not necessarily a problem, but do you think that is one of the things that, because it was kind of aimed at children, they didn't try very hard to make it logical? Ah, uh, it's possible. I mean, that's, you know, my feeling about that. You still should make something good, even if it's for kids. No, but I know you. I don't. I know your feeling about it. The listeners don't know your feeling. Why don't you elaborate? <laughs> no, but it's always an excuse for children's films or TV shows to be rubbish. As people turn around and say, "Well, it's for kids," but you know, it still could be good just because it's for children. You should actually drive to make it good and elevate the children to the show, not the other way around. And I don't know if this is. I mean, was it a family show? Or was it a kids show? I would say that it was probably a family show. It was the kind of thing that you sat down with your dad and watched, wasn't it? Right. I think, you know? And um, I, know, I know it was... Uh, I, I was never a big Knight Rider fan, but the times when I did sit down and watch it, I always watched it with my dad. And he would sit through the whole episode completely destroying it, you know? He would, oh, <laughs> he, he hated would? It. Oh, he hated it. He hated it. This and the 18, he hated both of those shows. Ah, okay. Because they were so unrealistic compared to the kind of stuff that he watched in the 60s and the 70s. You know, the right. the, the, the things that were gritty. I mean, no one no one, you, you, no one, one really died in things like the A-Team and, and, and very few people ever die in Knight Rider unless it's relevant to the plot. Right, yeah. You know, cars flip, and people, people climb get out. out, people climb yeah. out, you know, those explosions, people get up, you know. Yeah. And, and it, you know, he hated all that. So, um, but essentially I think it was something that we that we would sit down together and watch, you know, as opposed to other shows that, that were kids' shows that I would that I would watch on my own, you know. Right. So, but that, that still that's not an excuse, is it? I mean, you, 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 you would try harder 
I think. Yeah, I, I would. I'd be interested to know what the budget was of the show. Was it really a cheap show? Or was it just really expensive? Or I think I mean, it's probably to... expensive compared to British shows at that time because American shows were always more expensive. But compared to budgets. other American shows, it was probably pretty cheap. I mean, it looked pretty. It looks pretty cheap. Yeah, it does. But I never thought that when I was a kid. It was just a cool show when I was a kid. Well, we were both English kids, and any American shows look expensive to us you know That's we true. grew up on we grew up on doctor who so <laughs> <laughs> anything's an improvement no bubble wrap in the show exactly yeah so eventually michael disguises himself as garth tries he disguises uh, himself hoff disguises himself as himself yeah as one of the worst plans ever that lasts five seconds before he's discovered true um but then eventually you know he defeats garth and everything's they okay in the world. They have a fist fight. They do a very good fist fight. Yeah, yeah. lots of um, lots of spinning kicks. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think of this episode? Uh, I, I enjoyed it less than the pilot and the other episode that we watched. Um, it, I mean, it was fun in terms of the fact of watching Hoff play the two characters right because he's so he's so hammy and so over the top when he's playing garth that, that that's kind of fun in itself right but but i think essentially as a whole the story wasn't as fun as as the previous two that i watched i find it i find it more just it was it, it was starting to stray into dullness it's just too dull- long it's too long. It needed to be one episode. If it was one episode, then it would probably be on a par with the other two that right. we watched. But yeah, I agree. Because it's two, I think it's too long, and there's just there's just too much padding as well. It's you know, it makes yeah. it, it makes it boring in places. There were times when I completely kind of switched off, you know, and then I'd switch yeah. back on when when Garth came back on screen because. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the whole the whole ending with the where the truck is attempting to raid that place and they're watching it on the camera. Somehow they're managing to see what's going on in this place when they're in those RVs. Um, that bit's boring as well. And it shouldn't be boring, it should be exciting. Th- those magic cameras are uh, quite a, another 80s thing, aren't they? I find yeah. in 80s yeah. shows. People get to yeah. are able to see footage from episodes yes. and things that That's there's no there's no way you would have seen yeah. with zooms and cuts and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I like you. I, I liked the episode, but it's definitely not as good as the ones we watched before. Um, it's certainly too long, as you've mentioned. Um, but I guess it's a sign of things to come. As we move into the next episode that we watched. Indeed. So now we move into episode nine of the third season, Dead of Night, in which Michael races to locate an antidote for a poison dancer, poison that was originally meant for him. So April is back. That's the first Yay. thing you should notice. April that, is you back. You said April again. Bonnie. Oh, Bonnie. I'm going to see. Uh, Bonnie I went back. on about how great... She is, and I probably called her April at the very beginning, and you never mentioned that, that I got it wrong. No, you said beginning. Bonnie at the beginning. 
Did I? So I've just confused it halfway through. Trust me, I live to point out your mistakes. So Good, good. Then you will have a long life. <laughs> um, so Bonnie is back. This episode is terrible. It is so awful. It is. It is indeed. Um, it's not least of why is this why is this waitress dancing oh it's weird it's not even a nice cafe it's this little grubby outside cafe and she's dancing away and people are just like kind of watching her but not really watching her except for michael who's like lusting after (laughs) i mean he's like some creepy guy staring at her you know going oh yeah yeah, look at her. Yeah, it's a, it's a just, I don't get this episode. I really don't. So one thing I do appreciate in this episode is more deductive than other episodes we've watched. Like, Michael has to actually piece together clues. It's true, but when you're dealing with the people that he's, I mean, he's dealing with evil florists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's the whole, yeah. That's the, the crux the, of the story. They're the growing flowers and and, poi- and developing poisons for people. Yeah. Yeah. And that, why does... And, and in the show, Michael makes a Schwarzenegger joke. He does. He does. Right? More than, and in fact, they carry it through, don't they? Because Kit mentions it a couple of times as well. Yeah, but Kit says he doesn't know, he doesn't know Arnold Schwarzenegger. But he's connected to this mythical internet yeah. thing that doesn't exist yet so how can he break into other places computers but yet not know who Arnold Schwarzenegger is that's what I want to know because maybe his who's who in Hollywood book that he's leafing through doesn't have Arnold Schwarzenegger in yet well this is what what year was was this season um 83 so must have been 80, 84 84 yeah 84 must have been uh, Schwarzenegger uh, he was he was hit then wasn't he? He'd hit then. Yeah, I think so. I suppose they wouldn't make a joke about him if people. No, that's wouldn't. true. That is true. Yeah. So yeah. this kid, yeah. this this car's stupid. <laughs> it is. It's just. It's just. I don't know why he's even driving it. But this episode is so terrible that I can't even remember like the plot or uh, what goes on. All I can remember is that there is a razor blade frisbee in it. I, I, I remember, uh, yeah, because I, I thought to myself, is this suddenly a, a Bond movie? We've got a guy coming out with, with, um, the hubcaps, aren't they? That he's yeah, fitted razor blades, blades to. On. Yeah. I mean, it, is... it's a very Bond thing. It's a very Bond bad guy kind of thing. It's totally out of character for the show. I've never seen he anything do- like that in the other episodes. And he dodges them very well. Yeah, yeah, he's a good razor blade frisbee dodger. That is true. It's, 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 he's going to need those skill sets soon. He's going to be unemployed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so she drinks the poison that's meant for him, and then we have a we have a scene where he's poisoned and he's driving to get the antidote, which should be an exciting, tense moment, but is so dull because it goes on forever. And it features some fine acting of him, just like dripping. And, Falling he's falling asleep at the way he's just sweating and he's falling asleep at the way. it looks like he's got the DTs and he's like going oh I need a drink maybe that's what they did they just locked him in the car for a day <laughs> rolled him in locked the yeah. door <laughs> uh, and, uh, and there's some weird jokes between isn't it Kit is trying to learn how to do jokes 
So they keep cutting to scenes where he's doing these terrible mother Oh, it's terrible. It's, it's terrible. It's it's just, it's it's beyond terrible. It's, yeah. It's like, uh, how he feels in those scenes, the character, when he's being told these jokes by Kit, is nothing compared to how <laughs> I as a viewer feel listening to this and watching this rubbish. It's It's dreadful. Literally yeah. dreadful. I mean, I, I have very little to say about this episode. Do you? Because I just... Uh, not really. No, no. Okay. I did like the fact that um, I was very impressed by at the end of the episode um, when he's drugged, the evil female florist seems to get very turned on by the idea of having sex with a dying guy. Did you? Yeah, did you I know that? I don't follow any of that at all. Yeah. Her motives are very, are very unclear at that point. <laughs> yeah. And before that, though, this is another one of those weird plans that are completely rubbish that Michael Knight comes up with. He's like, I'm going to break into the bad guy's place in Mexico. Kit, you pretend you're a whole squadron of police outside. They'll fall for that. Don't worry. And then it's blown in about five seconds because someone looks out the window. <laughs> He's like, do you even think they'd look out the window and see just your little cast sat there doing all the voices? <laughs> What are you thinking about? Yeah, and then that happens with the weird scene that makes no sense because you can't yeah. figure out, does she, is she helping him? Is she not? Why is she suddenly coming on to him? Is he dying? Is he not? What? It's just it's just really, really bad. Really bad. Yeah. Not as bad as what we're going to get to, but it's really bad. Oh, I mean, do you want to move into the final one? Or? I think we should. I think we should. Yeah. Okay, let's just go straight into it. Okay. That was the way I felt when I started it. <laughs> so, this is episode four, and it no, sorry, episode twenty-two, season four. It's the final, final episode of the whole show. The very last thing. You expect something big for this. <laughs> and oh, the, it's big! It's big. <laughs> the, the synopsis is: while stopping uh, robbery, Michael is dismayed when one of the thieves commits suicide. During his investigation, Michael encounters a voodoo princess who places people on... I can't even keep a straight face. Who keeps <laughs> people on a trance to do her bidding. It's magic, basically. Magic, yeah. So we have new credits. Credits are slightly the, different because they've had to introduce a new person. They have indeed. And his name is... <laughs> <laughs> you do it. What is his name? Well, he, he's abbreviated RC3. But his full name is Reginald Cornelius III. Wow. Okay. And shall we point out that he is a, a person of colour and he's the yeah. only one? <laughs> yeah, that's actually been in the whole show. Up to exactly. That was my point, yeah. yeah. Um, I, we don't see how he's introduced because obviously he must be introduced at the beginning of the fourth season. But his character is just so pointless. And he gets progressively more pointless as this episode goes on. To, yeah, the, point, to yeah. the point where he turns up to help Michael and then doesn't actually help him. No, there's no reason for him to be there. He just turns yeah. up too late and then Michael has to help him to get away. <laughs> so he just causes problems. And I noticed that Bonnie... She is in the credits, but she's nowhere in this episode. 
Because why would you have now? You would have too many characters just talking and doing nothing. It's very this true. Point. She's not in this. She's she's long gone by this point. Yeah, she's I mean, she's still in the opening credits though, but she's not in the show. I mean, let's face it. Everyone looks really tired in this episode. Everyone everyone's got a look about them that says, "I know we've been cancelled. We've, we've got this one last show to do. Let's just go through the motions." Well, and that's the thing. If they knew they'd been cancelled, why isn't it a final episode? Why is it just another episode as if there's going to be another series? They didn't care. Glenn A. Larson <laughs> doesn't care, does he? He's already moved on. I guess. <laughs> it's just there's nothing. You would never know it's a final episode. Did you notice that in many of the scenes with um, Devon, he's either sitting down and wearing his glasses or you get very few close-ups of him, and he can't speak. He's so drunk. This has been your your running theme. Have you got it in for Edward Mulher? I swear to God, in in this very last episode, he's slurring his words, and I I guarantee you in the scene where where he's talking um, to R.C., RC5, whatever he's called. RC3, you call him. RC5 is a later one. He's reading the coordinates of where they're supposed to go from the newspaper, and that's the only reason he's got his glasses on is because he's reading his lines and everything that he needs to say off the, that have been put on the newspaper in front of him. And he can okay. hardly do that. He's slurring his words. He's, he's, he's all over the place. And when he walks off the, off the screen, he doesn't so much walk off as fall over at one point. Right. He stopped right. curring. He stopped curring about yeah. season midway through season two, I think. And what's what was the idea where it, it, at the beginning it cuts to Michael and he's been shopping? Oh, he's got some, new, a whole, some new clothes. There's a whole, yeah, there's a whole scene about him shopping and whether he but wants to no get there's no callback. There's no callback to it. But he was like, oh, I, I wanted to get this black eel-skin jacket. <laughs> and he goes on about this black eel-skin jacket. There's just no point to it. Well, let's face it, he's been wearing the same clothes for the last few seasons, so... You reckon that's what it is? And when did and what happens is they're driving along, they're talking about the clothes, and Kit picks up a burglar alarm. Since when did A what? A burglar alarm. I thought you said a burger alarm. <laughs> burger he probably is like mm, he, He's look, off in the car, he needs, he needs a burger left. alarm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loves his burgers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, burger alarm. <laughs> Lock the doors, Kit. <laughs> Just this golden arch appears on the little <laughs> screen. <laughs> but since when did Knight Rider start answering burger alarms? Well, well, I suppose at this point they've got nothing better to do, have they? They're just driving around. Driving around. Listen, you know, De- around talking about clothes. Devon stopped curing. He's not given him a mission for drinking. weeks, you know. Yeah. No one cares that Bonnie's disappeared. There's some new guy in there that no no one even knows why he's there. Except he's, you know, constantly fixing his motorbike. Yeah. It doesn't end yeah. well for his motorbike either in this episode, No, does it, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. So yeah. that's strange. But then there's also this... This is a, so cheap, this show, at this point, that it's clearly filmed on a studio set, mm. like an outside set, especially when they go to the building that explodes towards the end. It's just a set. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm looking at my notes for, for, that I made for this episode. 
and I made a page and a half of notes for this episode. And halfway down the second page, I just wrote and underlined it three times. This is horse shit. (laughs) (laughs) Tell tell me how you really feel about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's just dreadful. It really is dreadful. We have the, for us, the first instance of the super pursuit mode, which is awful. Remind me of the Super Pursuit. I may have zoned out at this point. The curve, the front extends, the back extends, it gets fins on it, and it drives really fast. Was that in this episode? It's in this episode, but it's probably introduced at the beginning of the season. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it it looks like crap. It really does. It, it, It obviously does, because I don't even remember that. The whole point of the car was it's fast anyway. Now you're saying it's super fast? Because it got bits that extend off it. I don't know. You know, the funny thing is, from what I remember of of the um, rebooted Stroke continuation series from about six years ago, that was a major thing. Oh, the, 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 the super Yeah, the, okay. the car could change shape and get sleeker when it needed to. and So that was obviously... I mean, Hot Wheels have a version of kit and Super Pursuit mode, so it must have been a big deal at the time. Uh, so are you suggesting that it was kind of some kind of toy product placement? Um, in no, a, in the last that... episode of a series that had already died? <laughs> no, because... Yeah, all right. <laughs> and the basic storyline of this episode is very similar to Dead of Night in that it follows the same beats that somebody you know michael goes after something gets captured he's put under the voodoo spell for a Mm. while and then he escapes and then solves the problem at the end it it follows the same plot line it's just it's just dreadful yeah well well, you know it's it's not like it's not like the show never recycled itself is it (laughs) wasn't one of the episodes that we watched going back use the exact same shot of people running away from a plane exploded. Isn't it the previous episode? In the pilot episode, the, the, at the end, people... It's always running... in the credits as well. Yeah. It's in the opening credits. I'm pretty sure that they reused it at least more than once in these episodes that we watched. I mean, what are the chances that we could choose to watch a certain episodes and they're reusing the same shots in each one? It's... I mean, that's the definition of yeah. cheap in my book. It certainly is. It certainly is. <laughs> So that, well, unless you've got anything else to say about this episode, that oh, finishes God, off no. all the episodes God, no. we <laughs> So I guess the final question is, what do you think of Knight Rider? I think it was cheap. I think it, and cheap isn't necessarily always a bad thing, but if you're going to be cheap and you're going to, you know, do things like reuse footage and, you know, not try very hard in, in the visuals... You've got to at least have, you know, decent scripts. Right. And these are woeful at times. Terrible, 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 yeah. terrible writing. And it just, you know, just scraping by on a burr minimum is just not enough in my book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what did you think? I, I've, I've been watching the show outside the ones we watch for the podcast, and I'm up to just after Goliath in the second season. And I was quite happy. You know, I've been entertained up to that point. 
And then obviously I skipped to watch the third season one and the fourth season one. And now I'm thinking, is that what I've got to look forward to? <laughs> is that what's coming? Because now I'm like, I don't really want to keep going if that's where I'm going to end. It, 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 it's not going to get better from the look no, of this. I, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's woeful. I mean, for a show that started off so high in terms of, of the following and, and, and what people right. remember of it, to end the way it did in such a place as a as a magical voodoo princess with <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just dreadful you I, know? I was entertained for the pilot goliath the first season but after a bit you have to wonder like oh is, is this it yeah, I, I think I think the joy started to wane for me when it, you know, halfway through the Goliath two-parter. I think that's when things started to go wrong. That that was when my attention span started to to stray, you know, and um, I just wasn't enjoying it in the same way. So I'm guessing you're saying this this one wasn't better back then. It's terrible then, and it's terrible now. I, yeah, it's terrible. It's 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 terrible on many levels. I think. And see, when I was doing this and I got up to the second season, I was ready to argue with you and say, no, this is a great show. It's entertaining. It's imaginative in places. But then by the time I'd finished it, I was like, you know, I think you might be right. And this is the first for us because anyone that knows us knows that we that we do like to argue. So, yeah. <laughs> So this is so this is this is a damp squib. It's a, it's a it's a good place to start a podcast. So the question is, I guess, out to anyone listening, if they think this show was better back then, whether it should go on our better back then hit list or just be forgotten as nostalgia. I would vote forgotten for anyone listening. Yeah, yeah. I would vote forgotten too. Wow, I know. And much like Knight Rider, we finish with a whimper rather than a bang. Indeed. Thank you for listening. My name's Colin. And I'm Paul. And you've been listening to Retrospection. Join us in our next episode when we take a look at the film Blue Thunder. Cheerio, folks. Cheerio. I need the toilet badly. We go for another piss. And this has been about a back. <laughs> Pee.